Hi, I'm John Wallace, and this is the next chapter. A couple weeks ago, I spent time with Norm Hall, the president at Simpson University in Redding, California, and we, we spent a number of uh, minutes talking about mentorship. It's a piece that it was important to he and I in our relationship and, and a core value that both Norm and I have carried forward in, in mentoring a number of young professionals. Uh, I'm excited for you to hear this conversation and, and to gain a better understanding at least how we view this key role of mentoring others. So, listen, thanks. I know you're it's crazy busy. I remember being a new president and mm -hmm. you being able to come and uh, visit today is a big deal. So congratulations. New Thank president you. at Simpson University in Redding, California. Norm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Uh, we've been on this journey together since 95. That's and right. I, we were both on journeys ahead of that, but then we've met, we've known each other for a long time. That's right. Um, I came to uh, Azusa Pacific in 95, and President Wallace was then being mentored uh, back at Willow Creek. And so he himself was being mentored in a, in a two or three year stint yeah, there. Yeah, two years. So I flew to Willow Creek in order to begin my mentoring with Dr. Wallace. Now it wasn't that easy, by the way. Uh, I knew right away that I, that I needed a mentor of high caliber. So I crept up on the notion with him, and uh, to my somewhat dismay, he said, now, if you're wanting to ask me to be your mentor, you have to ask. <laughs> and so I said, okay, then, would you be willing to mentor me? And he said, I don't know, I have to think about it. So let me get back to you in a few days. <laughs> so one of the things he taught me is the notion of finding a mentor, and I hope you'll talk more yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course. Is it, is it you have to ask? Right. You have to be bold enough, brave enough to pray about it and then make the ask. So let's just talk about that uh, a minute. That, that idea of where do I find a mentor, what, what would you say? I would say uh, talk to other people and say I'm looking for a mentor. Pray about it with those whom you're close to. Invite dialogue. And then eventually uh, you might invite someone that you admire or that you've seen uh, Jesus alive in their lives and say, can I have coffee with you? And you might not even have to, it might be the third or fourth meeting that you say, you know, I really feel like I'm growing when I'm with you. Would you be willing to be a mentor for me? And by the way, they might say, as you know, <laughs> they might say no, or they might say, I gotta think about right, it. Right, I gotta wait. And, and by the way, there's a lot of people out there who would make great mentors, and, yeah. but they've never done it, or they, or they think yeah. that you need a certificate. Or, right. But you said, all you need to do is have a cup of coffee, right? That's right. And that's kind of that Acts 242 picture where right. we just live together, right? Yeah. And we used to say, when we, we said, okay, I'm the mentor, you're the mentee, as in our relationship, right? right? That's I mean, right. That, right. And I'd say, okay, now you have responsibilities as a mentor. Remember this? Oh, yeah. yeah. And right. so I said, I think I may have said, okay, I'm about 10% responsible for this, and you're about 90%. <laughs> That's right. So if we talk about a good book, you got to read it. That's right. If, if we talk about a current event, you have to study it. But more importantly, you need to come to our conversations with preparation, humility, and three good questions. And three good questions. Always three good questions. <laughs> in fact, I remember the beginning of our relationship. I came here, you were in Chicago. Your administrative assistant gave me a book, Bonhoeffer's Life Together. Yeah, yeah. 
and she said, uh, you're expected to read this on the plane and have some questions ready when you get there. And so a mentor should be ready to give assignments. Sure, absolutely. And, and a mentee should be ready yeah. to, if you're being yeah. mentored, follow through. That's your responsibility. And you told me there's no question you can't ask. And I found that incredibly valuable, especially in this age when I've mentored people that didn't have a mother or father or both. Uh, there are a lot of folks who the Lord Jesus is knocking on their door and they need somebody to say, uh, humanly, the door's open for us to talk about whatever sure, is moving sure, in your heart. Sure. And mentoring is not only a one-on-one, -on -one, oftentimes a mentor can have an impact on a whole family. Um, in fact, uh, John has mentored myself and two of my children, and three of my children are now here at Azusa Pacific. So as much as I wanted to have my own kids at Simpson, the relationship that started 25 years ago uh, became a strong anchor point in our commitment to Christian higher education because of an investment you made in the parking lot right over there 25 years ago. <laughs> so one of those things that happened in that parking lot is we had this program in kind of its infancy, Walkabout, which is That's that right. 10 day backpacking trip where residence life students, RAs yep. and RDs would go into the backcountry and do community, right? Right. And and we had, you know, six or eight or nine or 10 groups of 10 students and guides. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and honestly, Norm, I mean, you ran that program, right? But that pro whole program is really built around what does it look like to, to be accountable in community when I'm hungry and tired and have blisters and I'm carrying a heavy pack, right? Yeah, and I don't want to take care of anybody else in, no. the, in those moments, but we have to. One of the things that I learned from you, which I've shared over and over, is uh, from a biblical perspective, we are our brother's keeper. We sure. don't, we don't sure. get to step outside of that at any time. And the other thing is that folks, to, you know, uh, sharing the gospel with someone else so that they can read themselves in the scripture as you all know, it's not an easy, uh, it's not an easy process. You have to learn how to live into the scripture. Uh, something that you taught me uh, by a multiplier is how to walk with other people on the trail. <laughs> you, you go as fast as the slowest person, right? That's right. Yeah. And ask good questions. Right. Right. And it's not about whether I'm hungry or tired. It's about me asking the other people if they're hungry or tired, and how that feels and how that feels to be outside of their normal comfort zone. And then of course, the easy access to, wow, how do you think this must have felt uh, to the Egyptians? Sure, yeah. When they didn't know it was gonna be over in 10 days. Right. Or uh, at the end of Walkabout, for example, when we typically have a feast, and there's this heuristic moment when we realize that most of the world is tired and hungry and cold tonight and they're going to be tired and hungry and right. cold tomorrow night but we're only tired and hungry and cold because we choose to be which uh, highlights one how blessed we are and two what god might be calling us to via the blessings that he's laid on our laps so over the years you know you and i talk remember when you would leave at greenville because you took walkabout to greenville they're now doing 20 years 20 right? years um we would call when you would leave 
for the Smokies, and I would be leaving for the Sierra, right? We had our groups of students. And we would kind of talk, we'd say, hey, this is what we think is going to happen. That's right. What's the weather going to look like? What's the, in some way, that's kind of what mentoring is, right? Yeah. Wherever you are in relationship, you say, hey, how's, how are you doing in light of the weather and the climate? And what's community look like today for you, right? And, you know, something that you taught me through mentoring is to have a little bit more of a thick skin. Don't, don't take everything so seriously, kind of roll with it. And so I've learned, uh, and this is what a lot of young men are missing, how to have fun with each other and not get so serious so quickly. And that's a, mat- a maturation process. If you can't take yourself less seriously, then you're, um, you're kind of um, available to whatever scam wants to pull and, you in. And isn't it easy to, to take myself too seriously when, when it's my blisters and my right, hungry right. tummy yeah, yeah, and yeah. my heavy pack? Yeah. It, there's, a big, there's a big hurdle to get past to think about somebody else when yeah. I'm hurting. You know, on the rock climbing part of Walkabout, yeah. we would talk a lot about failure, huh? That's right. And success. And, and right. I remember early days, um, we, we had this saying that we would say, success is not final and failure is not fatal. So, mm. so we're saying, hey, great, you made it to the top of the rock. Okay, we'll celebrate that. But now there's something else we're going to need to work on. Mm. And, and, and we would say things like, that was a good fall. That's right. Uh, remember? remember. <laughs> so we, we'd wonder, and boom, boom, boom. And, and then you'd say, great fall. Yeah, that's right. Because <clears throat> you learned something from yeah. that. And you're still on the wall. And you are so much better than your worst mistake. That's right. Right? So, so there is failure that comes because I'm reaching as far as I can, and there's a good possibility I'm going to fail. There's also failure that comes because I absolutely made the wrong decision. I absolutely leaned into a sinful pattern or I absolutely um, messed up this. And, and, and what we say in Christian community is you were created in the image of God and you are so much more than your worst decision. Right. You're, you can come back. And that's honestly, I don't know about you, but in many of my mentoring relationships, I, I needed to come and say, look, this week I made a bad decision. I, and it was in those conversations that I was affirmed that, yeah. that I can be more than that worst decision. I remember uh, an Ephesians 2.10 moment or two with you reminding me that my future was not predicated on my failures, but upon God's plan for my life, which he thought of long before I was made. When reconciled through Christ, I could achieve all the things that he had in mind. When the Satan would like you to think, oh, I'm not this, or I'm not that, or I can't make it, because that's the voice that plays in our head. But the power in the relationship with you and I was, uh, don't let that be your limiter. And that, uh, that has been a powerful life instruction now 25 years. Mm-hmm. So at places like APU and Simpson, um, we have lots of students involved in discipleship and mentoring. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really our our best ingredient. People say, what's, what's distinctive about APU? Yeah. Um, I had a, a parent and their son here two days ago and, and the son asked me that question, what, what's distinctive about APU? And I thought, well, you know, what, what would it be? Would it be 119 years of history? Would it be this, where we're planted in greater LA? Would it, and I said, no, I think the real distinctive is that we have in discipleship embedded in our community. Yeah. Um, people like Terry Franson who just, yeah leak this right uh, and I, I would come back to in our early years of mentoring you would say uh, keep up and and that was a big job 
but just allowing me to walk with you and you would uh, provide a narrative of what was going on, what you were thinking about. Uh, and we prayed for each other quite a bit. I remember you gave me one of those bands and said, uh, I just need you to pray for me because I'm up against some big challenges. And for me, as the mentee, it was a great blessing to be invited to participate in that prayer campaign so that you could do the things that God set in motion for you. So to the folks who are thinking out there about being mentees, keep up. Yeah. I would yeah. say keep up. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Work hard to keep up. Yeah.